Welcome to the Blueprint Show. Today I'm gonna ask, what would it take? What would it take for <clears throat> African Americans to decide to make their move from America back to Africa? And I don't mean any particular country. I mean there are 53 countries in the world of Africa that anybody can make it in. But I ask you. <clears throat> As I sit here, drink my Anakin, smoke my little loose, I'm just asking, what does it make and what does it take? I mean, the thing of Brianna being killed in the home when police not knocking, coming in, how they do things here in America, being shot to death when our man is just trying to protect his own home, or Ahmad Arbrary being gunned down, Eric Garner, Sandra Bland, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me, but what do it take, I never understood that, I really, I mean, I'm thinking about 10 years ago, when the internet wasn't blowing up with things like this today, as it is now, but even 10 years ago, I seen this coming, and I'm saying everybody has to, because everybody is about a particular generation, and I don't expect the older folks to understand anything. They sold the younger folks, the previous generations out like no one else. And that's why they voted for Joe Biden. And that's why, as much as I dislike Bernie Sanders, Elizabeth Warren, they voted for Joe Biden. At least with them, we had something or they offered something, even if minimum. And I never trusted them to follow through. But you vote in somebody... Or voting for somebody who doesn't offer you anything. All he offers you is that I'm white and I'm, you know, I'm secretly racism when he's being who is Trump openly racist. I mean, what is that? What does that show us? I mean, I could look at the younger generation of Africa through YouTube, all this standing up strong, but it's going to be another 30, 40, 50 years before they get in power. Now, hopefully, they can stay without corruption to a degree. Because once people get in power, there's always going to be some, some, some level of corruption, no matter. Especially when you're dealing in this world we deal with today. But what I want to know is, what will it take for you to leave this place in order to start anew? What will it take? Because, I mean, it's only going to get worse. That's by scripture. That things will only get worse before the Lord has to come. And that's for his people that he was talking to. And you are his people. What is it going to take that y'all could get your mindset together? Lead this country. Let it be. Wash your hands clean of everything that you've done here. And start anew elsewhere. And that's what I want to know. <clears throat> what is it going to take? For you to stop seeing your sons and daughters being brutalized and killed. What is it going to take for you to see that even when we have a pandemic and emergency money is given, but it's given to big corporations and businesses that are not the same color as you and you're kept out. What is it going to take? You tell me, because I don't think it should take anything else. I think the only thing right now is for you to get your money together. What I mean, this 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 CARES Act, 
And I know that they're taking the time getting out to a lot of people. I know that they're, you know, doing an injustice to people. But at some particular time, you will get, or I will hope that you will give us due to you if you are not one of the, um, how you say, the necessary people who to be working right now. What are you going to do with that cash? Are you out there buying Jordans and all this, that, and the other? Are you out here shopping for clothes? Or are you trying to put it to a flight to Africa and put it to rest in savings so that you could build a business there, so that you take you and yourself and your family there? I mean, what is it going to take for you guys? I, I try to know, and I feel sorry for my people, but I feel sorry for um, all other races more so. And I say that because I know Every man dies, every woman dies, and that judgment is so much harder than anything that they could have faced on this earth. There's no jail in prison, there's no nothing, no accountability that can be given to them that will compare to the judgment that comes to them. So that's why I live at somewhat at ease, because I know that everything that's done in the dark will be brought to a light. And that light is God, God himself. But if God has given you a sign that, just like in the days of Marcus Garvey, he's telling you, look, <clears throat> it's time to go. It's time for Israel, time for the Hebrews to move along. Don't stay in a place that God is telling you this place is not for you. You've done a part that God has put you in a place to do, but now he's telling you to move along. So what more is it going to take for God to show you that you don't belong here anymore? And I'm not saying it for everybody. I'm saying it for the collective few, the ones who are thinkers, the ones who are creators, the ones who are nonviolent, the ones who don't sit down and commit crimes. And I'm not talking about the ones who have a criminal record because there are many who have a criminal record put on them unjustly. But only you know within your heart if you belong here or you belong there. Those who are truly criminal criminals within their own heart and their own minds yes they belong here but those who are not regardless of their background they're the ones that need to move to Africa and need to take their skills there and bring people along there that can benefit the country and the continent itself I mean I don't know what else it's going to take I mean any more stories that's come out there's always going to be a new story every day there's a new story he was a man who was shooting a video who got shot. Um, he was uh, actually in the military and um, recording it and ran. The police shot him several times in the back. I mean, this is an old story. I mean, before video came out, this has been going on, on, and on, and on. And like I said, man, it's in this country, for things to change, Black people can only do so much. It's going to take the same type of white people who did the things in a, in, a, in a movement for the civil rights. And they were good people. They were God-fearing people. Many of them. And there are some of them still alive today who still do strive to do the right thing. But they're just so overwhelmed with the whites who do not want to do the right thing. Who are just the seed of Satan and the devil. There are many, many white people who do want to do the right thing. And yes, they're the ones that you can acknowledge. They are the ones that you could mix with and try to get things right in a system. But even them themselves, they're overrun 
with so much evil in this country. So as you can see, where we're seeing, there's only so much they can do. And I'm not a Democrat or Republican. I don't believe in any party. I don't believe in party at all. Even when I register to vote, I register to vote as non-affiliated. I'm not affiliated with anybody. I'm somebody who, if you're about right, you're about right. If you're about wrong, you're about wrong. Nobody is perfectly about right. But there's a level. I mean, when somebody's just so blatantly evil, disrespectful, I mean, you turn away from that person. And if you find nothing in the other, then don't vote at all or do vote for the lesser evil. I don't know. I can't tell you that. And I'm not here to tell you any of that. But that's not me. That's not even my right. All I say is that you have to look within your heart. And if you believe in God, you have to look within God and what does he expect from a person. And you have to go along with that. It's not about being greedy and greedy to the point that, oh, I'm rich, so this person is going to benefit me more. No. Who is going to benefit those who are without a voice more so? Even someone who is rich, be it any color, any party that you vote for, it should be about who would do more for those without a voice and who have little. That's what God looks at. Because at the end of the day, everybody has to answer to God. Everybody would die. And these older people in power, they're closer to death than anybody. And it's amazing that they have no fear of God. But it is what God said. These are the people who stand in the place of leadership. I mean, I go back to the days of Saul before David. But right now I'm just asking, what would it take? How much more will it take for you to gather yourself together, gather your strength and say, you know what? We have to make a move. We have to do something different than we've been doing. Because this has not gotten it. The protests have not gotten it. The going to court, suing them have not gotten. And I'm not saying stop that. Continue it. But at the same time, where are we going to put that energy if anything that we get from that? The basketball players, the football players, they, they're they settled. They have what they have. They're going to do a little talk here, a little talk there. A very few of them at that. Not the majority. But even that, I've never seen one ball player of any sort, any sport, Ever put money to Africa and say, hey, I'm going to build this in order. I'm going to put these millions of dollars here in Africa in order that black Americans can travel there and they can have something to start from that we can start from anew. I have never heard that. And no one has ever done that. When they do go over, they do for Africans and say, hey, I'm going to build a school. To me, it's just all for show because you're not really doing nothing. You're not benefiting us at all. You're not even benefiting your own people. People that she was born from. And I know that we're an extension of Africa. But first, if you're able to, you have to do something ahead and for these people before you even move to anywhere else. And if you do for Africa and African Americans at the same time, that's fine. Have no problem with that. But that's have to be that have to be what it is. And athletes do not do that. I don't know whether they're scared, they don't care, but it has to be one of the two. Whichever one, I don't know, because I can't speak in a man's heart, but I can only see a man's actions. So we have to figure out, what is it going to take? For me, I've seen this long ago, and Africa is where it is. And whatever I do in America is to build up what I have going on in Africa. There is no indication in my heart that I want to stay in this country forever. When I'm back and forth, six months here, six months there... 
I'd come here and do what I have to do in order to build collateral for the businesses that I'm doing there so that I could not have to come here anymore. So that that part of me is dealt with. That part of me and the connection to this country is over. Well, I'll come back to visit. Yeah, I go back to visit Canada, UK, wherever. But Africa has to be home. And this is only speaking to the positive people in the black community. And that's it. It's not speaking to the thugs and the ones who make many baby mamas or the baby mamas who have kids by many baby daddies and curse all the time and watch rap videos all the time. That's not talking to them. I'm talking about the professional. I'm not even talking about the black professionals who have some type of stick up their ass, who think they're better than everybody else. This is for the people who are humble and understand that you are not better than anybody. But at the same time, nobody is better than you, so you treat everybody equally as long as they treat you the same. These are the people that Africa needs, which is a small few, which is a small, minute few of black people that are African Americans to go there and help uplift the continent itself. So that's what I'm saying. So what I'm saying to you, again, ask yourself, listen to this, get up, go look in the mirror, look in your heart, get down on your knees and pray to God, and ask yourself, what more would it take for you to make this move and get out this hellhole? <laughs>